Hey, Slingers, welcome back to another week of the Word Slinger podcast, and we're talking to Jonas Salzgaber about stoicism and how it applies to you as an author. So stick around. That's coming up next. Hey, how you doing on money? I know it's a touchy subject, but uh, I got something that may help you out. See, I'm using an app called Acorns, and it helps me manage some investing uh, put some money back, get a little interest. It's kind of nice to watch my money grow. So I want to share that with you. Go to kevintumlinson.com acorns and you'll get some free money. See you there. It's the Word Slinger Podcast, where story matters. Build your brand, write your book, redefine who you are. It's all about the story here. What's yours? Now, here's the guy who invented pants optional, Kevin Tomlinson, the word slinger. Word slinger. Well, I am Kevin Tomlinson, the word slinger. You are in the right place. Uh, I have been popping up all over the place lately, so you may have heard me on some other podcasts, <laughs> uh, either as a guest or as doing a uh, ad spot or whatever. Uh, I'm getting emails about that stuff now. I'm getting like, like fan mail. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, so here we are. Um, we're about to, today's guest is interesting. I reached out to him after reading his book, um, and I do this pretty frequently, but today we're talking to Jonas Salzgaber. He is uh, the author of a book called, let me make sure I get the title right. I want to make sure, I think it's, um, well, I mean, it's right there in front of me and I can't find it. Don't you hate when that happens? <laughs> Something that you were looking for, uh, you wanted to refer to, but it, it is called The Little Book of Stoicism. You'd think I'd remember that. But um, I read that book uh, a few months ago now, a couple months ago now, and uh, just it just sort of opened up a door. Like I, I, I was suddenly very interested in Stoicism as a topic. I, I, I had read another couple of books. I had encountered Stoicism as a philosophy a few times. I had um, people I follow refer to it pretty frequently. I had read some things about uh, the Stoics and some of the major practitioners of Stoics, and especially in Greek history. I was familiar with it as a topic, <clears throat> but I didn't embrace it as a sort of life philosophy until I started reading books like The Little Book of Stoicism. So um, if you uh, are uh, looking for something to add to your list for your next read, I would throw this in there as a contender. Uh, Little Book of Stoicism by Jonas Salzgaber. Um, we're ta- we're going to be talking about Stoicism in general, uh, about how he came to uh, experience it, how he applies it to his life. Uh, before we get to that, I just want to this is the part of the show where I kind of throw my own stuff in there. Uh, where this has helped me as a uh, philosophy, it, it sort of cements a lot of what I was already thinking and doing. Okay, so it, it's a sort of way for me to come back around to um, I, I'm, do, I'm, I'm pr- putting, uh, basically I'm being more intentional about the things that I practice. I see stoicism as being a kind of common sense sort of thing. Once you start looking into it, you realize, you know, you already know these principles. Um, so it's good to get confirmation. <laughs> it's good to get some validation might be a better term. Um, <clears throat> it's a very live and let live kind of philosophy. 
but don't mistake it for being inactive. Uh, I it's a very active philosophy. It's a lifestyle once you start to adapt it, and uh, I, it's really helped me quite a bit in dealing with things like anxiety and um, you know the the stuff that uh, has plagued me for the past few years. It's like that stuff started to come on me a few years ago, and now I've got a tool for helping me deal with it. So that's that's why it's been important to me. And where I see this benefiting authors is you know we suffer from things like. Uh, imposter syndrome or you know deadline anxiety or you know just questioning whether or not what we're doing is worthwhile uh and i think if you are a practicing stoic uh it'll make things a little easier on you <laughs> you'll realize that some things don't matter as much so and that's um this is also by the way how i'm starting to deal with social media like i've been withdrawing bit by bit from social media, um, from paying attention to social media. I'm still out there and I'm active. Uh, but what I'm doing now is a lot of, uh, the things that bother me when people pop up and they say something just completely offensive or immoral or unethical, or, you know, just the things that really just horrify me about social media, (laughs) I'm able to, to just kind of shrug that off. Now I'm getting better about that. Like just let them let them define whatever reality they want to live in and live in it. I don't have to. I, I choose not to. Um, I'm a big fan of uh, Viktor Frankl's uh, Man's Search for Meaning, which we do bring up in this interview. And it's a very similar idea. His uh, logo therapy is very similar to this. In fact, there's apparently a great deal of evidence now that he drew upon the Stoics. He was probably a practicing Stoic himself. And it is this idea that you can only control, the only thing within your control is your choice of how you perceive the events of your life and what their meaning is. Uh, what, what, does the, uh, what does your life mean? You can decide on that. What does this event mean? And uh, when, you're a practice, when you're practicing this as a philosophy, it's free. It's pretty freeing. <laughs> you know, you suddenly realize, you know, I don't have to it, it, couple this with the sort of Buddhist idea or uh, maybe uh, maybe it's not strictly a Buddhist idea. But the idea of, you know, there's no, you know, if you can divorce your ego from a scenario, you don't judge something as being good or bad. You are um, outside of it. Then it has less of an effect on you. Um that's my interpretation, by the way, and your your interpretation may vary. So anyway, I find this a very helpful, useful uh, philosophy and practice. It's something I've uh, I've done a deep dive into now. I've read books by Ryan Holiday. I've read some uh, the Marcus Aurelius uh, uh, journals, really. Uh, some of the letters from uh, Seneca and things like that. I've really uh, been kind of just pushing myself to learn more and practice more in this and i think it's improved my life quite a bit so i wanted to bring you a taste of this as a uh, philosophy and perhaps you can make it a part of your own life make it a part of your own journey or not um you can do whatever you want that's the that's the key here it's all up to you so without further ado let's get into uh this interview where you can get some insight from a real expert on this and uh stick around after and i'll say our goodbyes and farewells and adieus. <laughs> I'll see you on the other side. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, today, I've got a guest. I've actually really been looking forward 
to chatting with this guest. I read his book. Um, I have, uh, he, he helped introduce me to some, some key principles that I like to adhere to in my life. Uh, and it's put me on a whole rabbit trail of all kinds of other authors and resources. Uh, so I have a great deal of uh, uh, gratitude and a great debt to pay to this gentleman. I'm talking to Jonas, and I'm gonna attempt it, Jonas. Bear with me, Salzgeber. Oh, that's perfect. That's perfect, <laughs> okay. All right, one victory out of the way. Okay, so uh, Jonas, thanks for being on the show, man. I appreciate you being here. Thanks for having me. I am notoriously terrible with uh, name pronunciation. So I appreciate your patience. Uh, so you are now what we're going to be talking about today is something near and dear to me now, uh, which is stoicism. And you you wrote a book on the subject that was the first, uh, maybe the second book that I stumbled across uh, on that topic. And but because of you, you became the gateway to uh, stoicism for me. Uh, so thank you for that, man. I really appreciate it. It's been very helpful. Well, thank you. I'm glad uh, you enjoyed the book and, you know, it opened maybe many, many ways, yeah, for, for you in life. I mean, as it did for me, stoicism is, or can really be so helpful and useful in everyday life. And I'm glad if, if my book, you know, yeah, if you learned something out of the book, yeah. Yeah. So we're talking about, the book we're talking about for the listeners uh, is The Little Book of Stoicism. Uh, which you can find on Amazon, and you can find it on the show notes for this episode, you can be sure. Um, but Jonas, I'm kind of curious, like you, you did go into this a little in the book, but uh, how did you come to stoicism and, and the practice of this? Like what, what brought you around on this? Um, I mean, it was with my brother Niels, we've always been interested in, you know, getting better, you know, how to improve as a person, you know, to improve ourselves and, you know, get closer to that, you know, famous potential we all have and we'll, we'll never reach, right? And yeah. so I've been a voracious reader for quite some time and we started, you know, also blogging about the stuff we find most useful in our lives. And then I, I think I first stumbled upon Stoicism through Ryan Holiday's book, The the obstacle is the way. Yeah. And then I thought, wow, this stoicism sounds really interesting because the book is based on, on an idea from Marcus Aurelius. But I didn't really know what stoicism was all about. So I dove deeper and, you know, bought a couple of books and learned more and more yeah. on the topic. And yeah, I found it really fascinating and still to this day, it's really interesting philosophy. Yeah, and once you once you kind of start on this path, you you really dig in. I've noticed <laughs> if it clicks with you, you really start uh, reading everything you can read, watching everything you can watch. Was that kind of your experience as well? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just really soaked in everything I could, you know, on the topic and from different sources. And yeah, because it's you know from the beginning on, it was really you know interesting and helpful and made a lot of sense and yeah it was really you know this I say it's like a walking stick you know very reliable you know source of direction in life and uh, it's yeah. been uh, incredibly helpful yeah so um for those who don't know what stoicism is and in the in the United States when we hear 
stoicism or being stoic, uh, we think, I think primarily of the, the sort of British idea of stoicism, you know, the stiff upper lip, n- let nothing bother you, uh, almost detach yourself from emotion. And I don't think that's entirely, that's, that's sort of in a vague sense what it is, but how would, how would you sum it up for somebody if you needed to get them on board with the idea on an elevator? <laughs> uh, I've always struggled with this, you know, to explain stoicism very simply. That's one of the reasons why I wrote the book because, yeah. you know, I read so much on the topic and I couldn't really explain it so well, even to friends. And so for the book, I created the Stoic Happiness Triangle. And I'll explain it. I think that's a really simple explanation of stoicism. Yeah. So the goal of life was eudaimonia. And basically, that's just the good life. Mm-hmm. You want to flourish in life. Yeah, you, you want the good life. How do you get there? You live uh, with the or live with virtue. So live with arete, the Greek word, and that's just you know expressing your best self in every moment. So every moment you try to be your best self. That's the first thing you do. That's the first corner of the Stoic Happiness Triangle. Then how can you do that? The Stoics had a very simple strategy um, from uh, from Epictetus. He said make the best use of what's in your power and take the rest as it happens. So that's really focus on what you control and take everything else as it, it's going to happen. So that's the second corner. And then, so in stoicism, it's really not so important what happens to you, but how you respond to it. And that's where you must take responsibility. And uh, yeah, it's, that's a wonderful word here, responsibility we are able to respond to what happens to us in life. And that's really what stoicism is all about. Basically, something happens to you and you are questioned or you are asked by life to respond properly. So yeah. Yeah, basically, you try to be your best self in every moment and accept what happens and try to respond you in the best possible way. Yeah. What's really interesting to me, um, because this is by every definition stoicism is a, is an ancient philosophy like all the way back to even even before the famous greeks uh from what i've been reading um and yet it seems like we kind of rediscover it every couple of decades uh and you know i read uh victor frankl's book um man's search for meaning uh and yeah. his whole like you know logotherapy idea and it, and when so when i was reading your book uh, I found like I found that those concepts meshed like there was a you know a parallel between his logotherapy ideas and the philosophy of stoicism have you have you noticed thing I noticed this is all over the place by the way have you noticed that sort of thing yes I think uh, Victor Frankl he was actually influenced by the right. stoic or at least yeah that's what modern stoics say uh, so he was probably influenced and yeah you find lots of similarities in his book, Man's Search for Meaning, with, you know, the, the Stoic texts. Yeah. I mean, what I said before, you know, taking responsibility, that's, I mean, that's where Viktor Frankl found the very meaning of life, right? He yeah, said, right. we are responsible, you know, to respond to all these challenges we're facing in life. That's where he found the meaning of life. And that's 
this idea is also found in stoicism. Yeah. Um, that is something, it's really interesting because as I've studied this more, I've come to realize that I, you know, in a lot of ways, I was already practicing a lot of these principles, but I didn't have a bucket to put them in. I didn't have something, you know, a title for what, you know, the philosophy by which I was living. Um, and so it, it, it's been very uh, sort of liberating for me to, to come across this idea and to study guys like you and uh, Ryan Holiday and a whole bunch of others that I've now uh, discovered thanks to your book. Um, so, you know, it, it, seems like, it seems like Stoicism may be at, uh, at the heart of Western philosophy in general. I mean, do you, how, how, many, how, many, how deep are the roots? <laughs> <laughs> the roots of stoicism or yeah well in what is as it applies to western culture like you know are we sort of predicated on stoicism in general i think um many people you know they they come up to me or they they write an email and say for example they read the bible and yeah. they find very many or uh, similarities between stoicism and what's in the bible mm -hmm. and there's you know people who study Buddhism or practice Buddhism or, you know, Buddhist mindfulness, and they come to me right. and say, hey, it's so similar, you know, Buddhism, Stoicism, what you know, what you know about the similarities. Yeah. So I think it's, it's all over the place because these are very basic ideas. Yeah. And what you said, yeah, many people say, hey, I've been practicing these principles for years and I... And as you said, it's been liberating, you know, to find these written down and, you know, to, to have a, a bucket to put them in. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's nothing new. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, I think that's a human or it's human principles, you know, that, that's been, or yeah, they've been helpful for thousands of years and yeah. it doesn't really matter where they came from or who teaches them. I think it's stayed proven to be help, helpful. And now even today in uh, positive psychology, they have so many exercises that resemble, you know, this, the exercises from the early Stoics, which I find uh, so interesting. You know, they, they do now exercises in, in research and they're proven now to, to be effective. And already the Stoics practiced and, you know, taught these exercises 2000 years ago. So I think it's, it's somehow in human nature and it's, you know, uh, I don't know, like rational ideas, not yeah. far-fetched. So that's, that's why we find them every, everywhere. And I think that's part of why it resonates so much with me and maybe why it resonates with so many other people is that it, one, it, it feels, feels familiar, but it also feels like confirmation. Like, you know, I'm not crazy. This is a better way to go. But uh, because there is this philosophy that, that, it, that has been explored and written about and videos recorded about and content just blowing up all over the place, now I can take it further. So it's not just the, the core principles that I've lived by. Now I can learn how to refine and get better at this stuff too. I don't know if you feel that way or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, certainly. I, I think if you stumble upon an, 
a principle the Stoics taught, and mm -hmm. you you have been living, you know, according to this principle, and then you you find others maybe writing about it, and you get new ideas, you know, yeah. based on the same principle. And of course, then you can dive deeper, and maybe you find some new exercises and or some new ways to Im implement it in your own life. And surely, this is is this can be really useful and it's something i find you know helpful when i read you know other books and listen to podcasts because people have new ideas based on the same principles uh, new ways to you know implement it in your daily life and i mean right. that's what's important right you know to put the things into practice just in theory it's it's worthless almost so right you get other ideas on how you can put it or how you can practice it. I think that's really yeah, helpful. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's very helpful. I mean, <laughs> that's kind of the point of philosophy, right? Is, yeah. um, I like what, um, I think you mentioned this and I know Ryan holiday talks about this, but the idea that philosophy is more than just, you know, sitting around on a rock pontificating, uh, and thinking it's also action. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a verb in a way like we are meant to go off and, uh, and do things in the world. And this is a way to uh, do them with some virtue. Um, so how, what are some ways that people, unless, and I want to specifically target, uh, authors at this point because yeah. author, and you may not have thought about this, so don't, <laughs> you can give me generalizations if you want, but, um, I feel like this is a philosophy tailor made for the authors that I know, um, the author community that I serve. So, uh, how, what are some ways that you can implement, uh, stoic principles in your life that might be beneficial? Um, you know, from a practical standpoint, stoicism is a lot about, you know, preparation and reframing. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I've written one book, so <laughs> I have a little experience with, with writing. And for me, at least, you know, it often it was a, really a challenge, you know, um, and I've read Stephen Pressfield, who talks about the inner resistance, and I could really, you know, feel this resistance, you know, holding me back. So I yeah. tried my best, and that's where stoicism is coming in, you know. I tried my best to prepare, you know, the night before, and I, right. you know, you know um, clean the desk and prepare everything, and so I would be ready in the morning. So... In the morning, I would do my morning routine, do some movements, go outside for a very short while, and then, you know, pour myself a cup of coffee and get ready for writing. And then, bam, you cannot write, right? <laughs> so that was <laughs> my experience. And right. that's where, you know, stoic philosophy will, will actually help you, you know, to persist because that's what, what's needed, right? Because if you give up, you will never finish that book you're working on. And right. So in so that case, is, the obstacle literally was the way for you. Like yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think, yes, absolutely. I was, so the topic I was writing about stoicism really helped me writing the book actually. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. you know, fight through it, fight through this challenge. 
And I mean, that's, that's one thing, you know, to look at this as a challenge and not as a problem. That's what stoicism helps you with. You know, this challenge is, is actually necessary, you know, for you to grow mm-hmm. or for your book to actually become a good book that because if it's going it's going too easy probably it won't be very good right. at least that's what, what i've heard or that was my experiences you know to you need to creative process is is a process yeah it's it's nothing that's just coming every day at the time you want it to come it's you know you 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 need to show up every day and sometimes it's working well and sometimes it's working not so well. Yeah. You need to show up. And so, th- yeah, back to the stoic idea. I mean, you focus on what you control. And today we might call this focus on the process. Mm-hmm. You know, the, st- the stoics had a simple metaphor, the stoic archer. And so you have an archer and you you want to hit the dark target with the with the arrow and now you focus on everything you control so your preparation training the bow you choose the arrow you choose the concentration before you shoot and then once you let the arrow loose the outcome is out of your control mm-hmm. so maybe yeah it's going to work or not you're going to hit or miss that's beyond your control and right. you focus only on the process. And that's what helped me a lot when writing the book, you know, to focus on what I can do, what can I do right now? And I can do, or I, I can sit here and try to write. And I put in a lot of effort if it's going to work fine. And if not so well today, that's fine too, because it's beyond my control. Yeah. I, I remember reading, in fact, I think your book is where I first encountered that, that um, metaphor of the, uh, the archer. And I, I remember reading it and thinking, because I am a process guy. Like, I am all about building processes, make, automating processes as much as possible. Uh, the process makes my life go. And uh, I, I liked the idea because I always had trouble reconciling reconciling the idea of um i've done everything right why didn't i get the right result and that whole concept of the archer is you are responsible for exactly pulling the bow and releasing the arrow and all the steps it takes to do that and the result is not up to you and you have to accept that you may not hit the target that you may not get the uh the goal that you were after, uh, that that's not under your control. Uh, focusing yeah. on that was very helpful. <laughs> so, um, go ahead. I'm sorry. So, so I also mentioned preparation. I think, um, that's where stoicism can help you too. You know, when it comes to writing, you know, for example, maybe you've written the book and you're about to launch, launch the book. And, you know, launching process is maybe as challenging as writing a process. <laughs> so at least for, You're right. It wasn't easy, you know, to, to successfully launch the book. So, you know, a lot of things could happen, you know, you know. Yeah. 
maybe you're going to launch a book and nobody's going to buy it, right? And so with Stoic philosophy, you know, I wanted to be prepared because one thing that's important in Stoicism is, you know, that you can be your best in every moment. And if you want to do that, you need to remain calm. And so it helps you not getting caught by surprise. Yeah. So you can prepare and the Stoics use this exercise, negative visualization. So you might ask yourself, what could go wrong or what could, you know, when I launch the book, what could happen next and that, that I won't like so much. Yeah. And then you, you imagine, I don't know, that maybe the Kindle version somehow, I don't know, will show the images very, very badly or, you know, you won't sell a book or something or you will get really bad reviews, right? So you prepare for those things mentally. So you visualize first three reviews are going to be one star reviews and then that's also part of the visualization you imagine what are you going to do now in this situation and what's your best response mm -hmm. so you prepare yourself to respond you know as good as possible in this you know bad scenario you wouldn't wish for but that's uh, possible to happen so the idea is not to get caught too much by surprise, by uh, misfortune. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I want to talk a little bit about the rest of your business because you, you, you and your brother have uh, built, uh, built something up uh, and it's in, it's NJ life hacks. Is that yeah, right? It's NJ life hacks. Exactly. And that's, uh, and is it Niles? Is that how you pronounce his name? Yeah, Niels. Niels. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. All right. Niels and Jonas. Okay. So that, that's what the N and J stand for. So what is yeah. the idea behind NJ Life Hacks? And, and the website, by the way, everyone is njlifehacks.com, which you can find in the show notes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's funny, you know, when we started almost five years ago or four and a half years ago, we, you know, both were interested, as I mentioned before, you know, in getting more out of ourselves. So we want, it's broad, is, it's a personal development. Uh -huh. So we read countless books and we, we learned a lot along the way. And at some point we decided, you know, to, to try to share some of the best stuff we find. Mm -hmm. and, and obviously also, we tried to, you know, it was a hobby in the beginning, but we then tried to, you know, earn something. And that's actually how the book came, came to be because my brother Niels, he, he learned about, you know, Kindle, this Kindle strategy, you know, to write Kindle books. And mm. he published a, a Kindle himself and thought now, hey, Jonas, now you're gonna, you have to write the book or a Kindle book about the stoicism as you've, learned so much on this topic and actually that was the reason why I wrote the book in the first place. I never really planned to write the book at some stage. And so it was my brother Niels who urged me a bit. <laughs> so yeah, it's, you know, we tried or we had this, or we still have this very ambitious goal, you know, to do what we enjoy or, you know, it's kind of our passion to learn many things you know very we read very broad and try to yeah 
get a good lifestyle if you want and yeah we we want to make a living with with our hobby basically or we with our interest yeah yeah um and that, that of course that's the goal of practically everyone i know at this point <laughs> uh, especially if you want to be an author like that's your goal like everyone wants to make a living doing this thing that they they love doing telling stories or uh, writing about a topic that they're passionate about. So, uh, yeah, so that's, that's good. I applaud both of you guys. I went and while you were talking, I did look him up on, uh, Amazon. His book is stop procrastinating, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, um, uh, something that authors are very familiar with is procrastination. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, he was, he was actually the master procrastinator himself and that's why you know, he learned a lot, a lot about yeah. this topic. I tried to master procrastination, but I just kept putting it off. Um, that's a joke. Okay, so <laughs> moving on quickly from that dad joke. Uh, so that's cool, man. So what, what all does, I mean, you guys write and publish articles on, um, on these topics. Books are apparently part of your strategy. What, what else is part of the the business how does this earn i mean you guys uh what do you what is this what's the idea here to for making your living from this stuff <laughs> is it is it wor- working well <laughs> we're still finding out it's yeah. for us it's still a massive challenge you know and it's yeah it's we we keep on saying it's part of the process you know to to find our way and mm. we wouldn't want to you know make anything differently than we did in the past because at that stage we we tried to make our best decision to what we knew at that point and i think yeah right now the book is selling really well it's yeah we we've been lucky with the book and probably we've done a couple of things right and Mm -hmm. yeah we're still finding you know our perfect path with with uh, making this a business because yeah with the monetization so far we've well we're still struggling a lot and yeah. uh, at the moment i'm planning to create an online course on stoicism oh excellent uh, yeah that's something i want to try and i i really look at it as a challenge you know i can learn a lot it, it's a new skill you know to to create a course and I can really be creative. I think it's going to be really interesting also to, to launch the course to our list. Mm-hmm. And we'll see how this turns out. Yeah. I think it's, it's cool, you know, because I have a lot to teach on Stoic philosophy. And I, in my own life, it's been really helpful. So yeah. I would like to, to share this. And we'll see how it's going to work with, with, with this course. But That's it's, great. I'm still on uh, on the first uh, you know first step field one. <laughs> yeah, but you're yeah. on the step. You're not yeah. thinking about it and thinking maybe I'll do it someday. You actually are building something. That's the point. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> That's fantastic, man. You're gonna have to let me know when um, when you've got that going because I can uh, I can spread the word about that. So that would be great. And I'm hoping I'm really hoping that um, the author community everyone listening uh, embraces the, this idea of, of stoicism um, as a sort of operating philosophy. It doesn't have to replace anything in your life necessarily. I mean, it's not going to knock out anything else you 
believe i'm a i'm a christian i practice stoicism and i i have really found it uh helpful in all aspects of my life so um hoping that authors kind of pick up on that so uh we're running out of time and i wanted to make sure that we mention important things uh so first up where can everybody find you and your brother and uh everything you do online yeah you mentioned it it's anjlifefacts.com that's yeah we're not big on social media at this stage, so just head <laughs> to okay. the website and yeah, you, you'll find everything there. Okay. Yeah, social media, uh, social media requires a, a whole other level of stoicism uh, <laughs> yeah. these days. <laughs> uh, great, man. All right. Well, look, I'm looking forward to hearing more about the course as you guys develop it. And uh, now I've got, uh, I've got to go pick up your brother's book and read, so maybe I'll have him on the show sometime. Uh, yeah, man, we can tag team. We'll do, we'll do a whole group thing sometime. Um, but anyway, thank you so much for, for spending the time with us, man. I, I, this is great information. I'm, uh, I'm really grateful to you for the book and for, uh, what you've done here. So, uh, thank you very much. Congratulations on it. Thank you. I really enjoyed this talk with you, man. (laughs) Well, we'll have to do it again sometime. So uh, that said, though, everybody listening, uh, thank you for tuning in. Right now, you're probably hearing the groovy bridge music. You may dance in place at will. And I hope you uh, enjoyed this interview with Jonas. And stick around. I'm sure to say something interesting. I just gotta after this. So we'll see you on the other side. Hey, you're looking for a jump on your own indie author career, but kind of confused about where to start? I got the place for you. Check out Draft to Digital. That's where you're going to be able to convert your manuscript, distribute it worldwide online, and get help the whole way from the best author support there is. Trust me on this one. So go check out Draft to Digital at drafttodigital.com slash wordslinger. Hey, I hope you enjoyed that interview, uh, and I hope you picked up a little something useful about Stoicism as a way of life and a philosophy. Seems like something that's particularly relevant right now as we uh, as we deal with you know scenarios like the whole thing going on with the RWA, and now Nink is involved uh, with cries for diversity and uh, people resigning and people making accusations. Um, it's hard to know who to follow. Hard to know who to believe and uh, hard to make some uh, personal decisions about what you should do. And so there's a, that's a perfect opportunity to start practicing a philosophy like this, in my opinion. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, there, people are saying some inflammatory things. And our first, my first reaction often is to want to respond uh, and say something. And I decided that um, I like the Martin Luther King philosophy of... Uh, I've decided to stick with love because hate is too heavy a burden to bear. And I'm paraphrasing and I probably got it all wrong. So, <laughs> but it's still true. And, uh, and that's the way I'm going to pursue it. So hopefully I've armed you with some tools to help you face the, uh, the ever shifting, ever, uh, hurtful world out there, uh, so that you can make some decisions and, uh, gain some strength and wisdom from within. So, which is a uh, resource you can always count on uh, if you build those muscles. So, <laughs> at any rate, um, take care of yourselves out there. This is uh, interesting times we live in. Uh, we're under the Chinese curse now. 
We live in interesting times. Uh, but I think uh, there's a lot of cool stuff ahead. Some really interesting stuff ahead. And speaking of stuff ahead, um, I'm going to be dropping in an interview I did with Joanna Penn uh, very soon discussing her new book, Audio for Authors. <clears throat> and uh, we make some predictions in there. And I've gotten some confirmation on a couple of things since that interview from some insiders in the know in the audio for authors industry. And it's just a little odd that it all kind of worked out. It all kind of became um, reality. <laughs> or it will become reality. So there's some interesting things ahead. So you're going to want to tune in for that interview. I should I should post that within the next couple of weeks. Maybe even the next week. Uh, so stick around for that. And otherwise, God bless you. Hope you're having a wonderful uh, day so far. I hope you have a wonderful weekend ahead. And uh, yeah, I hope you get some real solid writing done. So I will... I will See you next time. Wordslinger.